Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by the clone of Matty D. Indeed. I'm a younger version as well. Yeah, that's, that's why right. why I look a lot better. And yeah, I'm you don't of, have a beard. I'm kind of a little bit off-putting, especially when I cry. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. we decided to get rid of the old Matty D. Yeah. We don't need him. He's too old. He's past his prime. We've upgraded we've, to a better model. Up, we've upgraded to a younger version of Matty D. That's, yep. that's what we have here today. A buffer, sexier version. And speaking of that, I just wanted to say, in a movie where we thought it was about two willies, it's actually about three willies. Three Willy Three. Three Willies. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to this show because that is a spoiler. That's right. And the reason it's a spoiler is because what we do on this show, well, typically what we do on this show is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters and we attempt to predict as much of the plot of those blockbusters as humanly possible just based on the promotional material alone. But this is a slightly different week because this is another installment of actual spoilers. It is. Where we go back and we look at a movie that we've predicted in the past and see how well we did. Yes, and we've seen this movie. We certainly have seen this movie. I've Twice seen it. Twice. You saw it for the first time a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. We watched it together. That's right. Like we tend to do. Yeah. For emotional It was support. one of those movies where I was like, I've got to see Matty D's reaction to this movie. I think you were just watching me through the whole time. Yeah, I was. Oh, sorry. The old version of me. That's I'm right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long will this joke last for? I'm, I'm, go- I'm happy to go with it to the end of the episode. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, so I was just sitting next to the TV while Matty D was watching it. I was facing <laughs> Matty D. Sitting next to the TV with my arms folded, not watching the movie at all, while Matty D watched the movie. Had an expressionless face. Yeah, that's right. No, you had like a sleepy phase, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right, Gemini Man. So yes, if it wasn't obvious already from the title and our previous discussion, we're here to talk about how well we did with our previous predictions of Gemini Man. We're actually going to look at what each other predicted and award points mm-hmm. and see who got more points and therefore who got closer to the actual movie. A movie that we both were really confident that we were going to predict. Yeah, that's right. I didn't understand why we were so <laughs> confident. And like, uh, There wasn't a lot of information in that trailer, though. No. I suppose we thought that it was going to be a movie without twists and turns. That's something we said in that original episode. We said this is a movie without twists, and I think I, I think I'll question stand mark, by question mark. I, I don't think know. I'll stand by that assessment because it really they didn't really throw any surprises at us at all, aside from like an extra clone at the end of the movie, which we've already spoiled. So if you haven't listened to our previous episode on Gemini Man, uh, it would be a good idea to go listen to that because that is what we're going to be referencing. That's right. And for those of you who have listened to our episode on Gemini Man, welcome back. Welcome back. And you probably hear that I'm feeling a lot better from last time. Yeah, you were really sick when we last. I was so time. sick. I forgot how sick I was. I, that episode was a real struggle for me. I remember you were really nice. You gave me like a lot of tea. And yeah. when I wasn't talking, I was just letting the vapors go up in my sinuses just because I was so sick. It was like such a struggle. And I really think it was my body warning me. Rejecting the movie. Not to watch this movie, I think, is what was happening. But I'm better now. It wasn't COVID, if anyone's interested. No, it was a year before I've COVID. Had my, I've had COVID tests since. I'm all good. But yeah. Feeling a lot better now. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. I'm very glad to hear it. But yeah, it might have been preferable to this movie just as an early preview <laughs> yeah, yeah. of our thoughts. Now, one thing that really stood out to me about this movie, and it was really something we did discuss while talking about the trailer in our previous episode, was that it really did feel like a 90s movie. Don't you reckon? Yes. Even the title itself, Gemini Man. I know, yes. I know that was a TV show in the 70s, but let's not go into that. But Gemini Man and the whole acting, the whole premise, everything really felt 90s. And sitting down and watching the movie really solidified that for me because it just really felt out of place in today's day and age. I'm sure they did a few rewrites because I think there was three credited writers on this movie, but I think they might have come a long way from the spec script, but not too far because it really feels like a 90s movie. All we're missing is some terrible 90s music. And the charm of the 90s. Yeah, that's right. Let's not take this movie too seriously. It's just a blow up fun romp. That's right. Didn't have that. 
No, it certainly didn't. I suppose we can talk a little bit about our impressions of the movie at the end of the episode, once we've gone through our predictions. But one thing I just wanted to point out straight away, something we said in the previous episode, we said that the CG in the movie looked a bit dodgy, but we said that the de-aging effects looked really good. Because it did look really good in the trailer. Yeah. And so what were your impressions of the de-aging technology in the actual movie? Terrible! My God, this was off-putting. He looked like a fish. How much better did Irishman look? How much better did Irishman look by comparison? A lot better. Exactly. A lot better. It came out around the same time too. It was, yeah, it was just really weird. Back when the movie came out, I read a lot of reviews for it and a lot of people were just saying, oh, the movie is a failure, but the best thing about it is the de-aging special effects. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, that's the worst thing about it. Well, it's not the worst thing about it, but no, <laughs> it doesn't even have that. Well, maybe it looked better in the cinemas. I don't know. No, I saw it in the cinemas. Uh, it you did saw not this better. in the cinemas? Yeah, I did. You actually paid money yeah, to go watch I, it? Yeah, I actually paid money to see this movie. It was the first thing in the morning on a Thursday wow. morning. It was about 9am, maybe 9.30. Like it matters what time it was. But yeah, <laughs> on the big screen, it stood out even more because the movie was basically presented in 4K. It was like 4K, 60 frames a second, and it looked even worse. And I think yeah. that's probably one of the reasons why it looks so dodgy is because it's got one of those high Hobbit-style frame rates. Because the clone Will Smith for 90% of the movie just looked like a plastic man. <laughs> Yeah, like like in action scenes. When, I don't know why they just didn't project, like, do a deep fake of Will Smith yeah. on a real actor's body because it was clearly. You're telling me. Clearly, whenever Will Smith is fighting Will Smith, it's clearly two CGI creations just grappling with each other. And it, and looks it stands awful. out so much. Yes, yes, it does. And when you really look at Junior's face, the young Will Smith's face, you really see like all the flaws of the like the de-aging CGI and whatnot. I, I think they just like did motion capture and then did like a CGI version of Will Smith's face and pasted it on somebody else. But yeah, you can really see like every flaw and it just does not look right. There's a scene in the movie where he's eating an ice cream and I, <laughs> I think that looked more frightening than anything else <laughs> I'd seen all year. Yeah, it was definitely, it definitely stood out. It was definitely off-putting. I did not like it. They spent a lot of money on these effects and was it worth it in the long run? No, they didn't make any money from this movie because it came out just after the Joker did and it was absolutely destroyed by the Joker in the box office. Would you believe it? The Ang Lee actually blames the failure of this movie on the Joker. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I like to imagine like, man, if that Joker wasn't such a big success, this movie would have cleaned up. Everyone would have loved it. It would have been movie of the year. Who was wanting this movie, though? Nobody. Will Smith, maybe. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith wanted it to pay for his holiday. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, globe yeah. trotting around the place. Yeah, the movie really did feel this like- This was Will Smith's version of Grown Ups, really. Yeah. He was just going around enjoying exotic locations. <laughs> then he's like, oh, I'll take an hour out of the day to film some of this stupid movie. Yeah, he stole our money. I don't care that I watched it on Netflix and technically I'd have paid the same amount Anyway, yeah. he stole our money. I look at that man well, and that, stole my money. that charming smile and I think he stole my money to wow. go on a trip overseas. Wow. Anyway, we should probably talk about- I'm Really not hiding your thoughts on this movie <laughs> at all. We should talk about the actual, well, our actual predictions. That's right. So we should explain how our point system works before we get into it. Maddie D, did you want to cover that for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a pretty simple point system that we have because we want to see who's right and who's wrong. We want to we see who's the better man element. because yeah. we, we're like that. So if we get something exactly right that there's been no indication for, that's two points. That's right. If we call something appropriate that we saw in the trailer, but we got we guessed it correct as it plays yeah, out in the, the movie. The context is all correct within the movie itself. That is one point. And if we kind of got on the right track or if we're feeling particularly nice, it's yeah. half a point. Yeah, that's right. And if we get it wrong, it is zero no points, points. Of course. And then we add all those up and we grade ourselves on how well we did with the plot. And I think there were plenty of zero points to go around this episode because I don't know, as I said, I don't know why I was so confident. We were so confident. But how close did we get? Let's find out right now. I believe you're going to assess my plot first, Matty D. This is you. This is you. The this man is my that report said, card. The man that said he knew exactly what was going to happen in the movie. I yep. mean, I said the same thing, but that's right. <laughs> let's look and at it. And mm. little 
early spoiler warning for everybody. Maddie D and I basically had the exact same plot with yes. the same twist and turns. Yes. Did that happen in the actual movie? Find out right now. Right, so I just want to give you a little bit of credit because you said, before you even get into your plot, that Will Smith is going to be playing an aging assassin who works for a secret branch of a US agency and is the best in his field. And I'll give you one point Mm. there because we kind of see that in the trailer, but every character tells us that he is the best in his field. Yes, even he says that he's the best. (laughs) Like every Will Smith movie. So your movie starts with a flashback. Oh, Kieran. Mm. Okay, I know I said a, a flashback as yeah. well, but Mr. Cold Open King decides to start with a flashback. Yeah, I should have just stuck with a cold open as per usual. Yeah. Would have been on the money. Yeah. Oh, damn. Do movies even start with a flashback anymore? I suppose they kind of do. Sometimes we've yeah. had a few on this show that start with a flashback. But mostly cold opens these days. So anyway, so your movie starts with a flashback where our Will Smith, our hero, Henry Brogan, is trying to kill a diplomat. Not my hero. Our hero. Okay. The hero of the movie, Karen. Right. But- this involves killing or injuring a child, and Brogan can't go through with it. So I'll give you two points because... Oh, there we go. He is killing a diplomat, yep. and it is related to him maybe killing a child because a child's there, and that's the breaking point yeah. for him. So I'll Well, give when you- he fires the gun, he's not sure whether he killed the child or not. He pretty much like well, he waits told. a beat. He got told that he didn't. Yeah, yeah, I know, but he wakes a beat and then asks if the child's all right, mm. basically. So I'll give you two points with that, and I also give you half a point because you're kind of on the right track. In your plot, he's working for a shady organization years back ago in the 90s. Here that's happening sort of present day. Yeah. So, so he's working there. for a company called the DIA. Yes. Not the Good Guys Incorporated. No. And Varus, who is his employer, his boss, his senior command, says he owns him, which I give you half a point for because I believe that conversation does happen. I think However, so. However, he's not directly... He doesn't have a direct relationship with Brogan as we thought he would. Yeah, not at this stage anyway. But he's aware of him. We they, never see them working together. They at operate any point around the, the same bubble, I guess. Yeah. Well, he used to work for Gemini, which is Varus's corporation. Mm. By the way, I kept calling him Varus all throughout the last episode when his name is Varus. Varus. But uh, yeah, so Varus runs Gemini, which is the company that. Which I think you guessed after we did the episode. company that Brogan used to work for. But then he's moved on to a more ethical Assassin's Corporation, which it's has all very ties confusing. with Gemini. It's called all, the DIA. They're like an umbrella organization, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. This bit was confusing to me. But anyway, you were wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but now we return to the not-too-distant future. I think you thought the movie was going to take place. Yeah, further. I said if it wasn't present day, it was going to be like mm. a hop, step, and a jump into the future. Yeah. And Brogan is an assassin, but he is working for the good guys. Kind of, I guess. Not yeah. at this stage, he's kind of retired, but only just retired. And Danny and Baron are his likable contacts, which I give you one point for. That's something you called correct that I did not. Right. Uh, they kind of work for him, you know. At least Baron does in a way. They have a relationship and then Danny eventually does. Yeah, that's right. Now, you said Danny's going to play his handler. Not not really, but they're going to have a subtle flirtation. I originally gave you half a point for this, but you know what? You deserve two points because they don't really end up together. At least we don't no. know if they do. It kind of insinuates. There's no them. overt kissy scenes or like <laughs> are you disappointed there's any, no kissy scenes well a little bit but uh, not really but yeah that's kind of one of those things that these big blockbuster Hollywood actors sort of do these days you think about Dwayne The Rock Johnson in his movies he's never like making out with women or having a sex scene or anything they like that they just want him they just yeah the women just sort of want him there's a bit of casual flirtation but there's nothing sort of like explicit going on mm, yeah which, and I've no idea why that is in movies now, but I guess, you know, they're well, just known as their personalities. So someone's like, oh, he can't hook up with her. He's married to Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. And I guess it's the chance for the movie to be like, oh, no, we've fleshed out a well-rounded female character. Yeah, that's just so. not a love interest. So, yeah. 
Right. But that flirtation I predicted was there. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I didn't think it was going to be, so you got that right. Baron is the plucky comic relief. By the way, I really love this character. That's and not true at all. And he's parrot. Yes, I did. That's not true at all. Yes, he did. And Halfway he, through the movie, he said, I don't like this character anymore. Well, when I like him at this said, point. I don't like him anymore. And when he died, he went, good. He, he overstayed his welcome. Okay. I liked him at the start, but then I started getting sick of him as the movie progressed. Um, so he is in charge of giving intel to... Uh, Brogan, which I give you two points for. Yeah, he more, more, more or less is. I'm kind of being generous there. Uh, so we go to an Asian country where Brogan is attacked whilst on a mission. I believe you said he was snipering somebody. Yeah, some, that's right. Some baddie. He gets bum-rushed while uh, in a sniper's nest. And the attacker is a mysterious masked man. I give you one point for that and one point for calling that he was going to be attacked. Now, this masked man seems to know exactly what he's going to do next, which I give you a point for because that's the implication that we see. Yeah. Sort he's of. someone who matches Brogan in beat every yeah. conceivable way. And at this point, we don't know who this person is, right? I mean, we haven't seen the trailer. Um, and he manages to escape and they don't get a good look at each other. Now, Brogan... Well, that's not entirely true in the actual movie. <laughs> he pops out of the... Yeah. <laughs> he gets like a class A look at Junior's face. And it's quite clearly a younger him. Well, I give you two points because even though it's happened somewhere else in a different location, I, right, where, right. Where, where did the scene take place? It take, took place. That took place in Colombia. Yeah, right. They, they never not get, in an Asian country. They never get too close to each other. So I'll give you two points for that. So Brogan's contacts use surveillance footage, which they absolutely do, uh, to see that it's actually a clone of Brogan, which I give you a point for. And this will be pa- this will be played for shock, which it was. Again, we see this in the yeah. trailer, but apparently it's a surprise. I really want to know. Because the trailer for this movie spoiled absolutely every yeah. twist and turn. I want to know what it was like for an audience member going into this movie completely blind, not absolutely. knowing anything about it, not knowing that there's a clone of Will Smith in the movie. Were their minds blown? Dear yeah. listeners, if you were any of those people, please let us know. Yeah, let us know what your experience was. Because we kind of saw this coming, so it took a long time to get to that point. And yeah. when it happened, we were like... At least half an hour to 40 minutes. Huh? What? Like, we already know this. Anyway, back at the shadowy organization, Junior tells Varys that he failed, and Varys tells him that he is a clone. He goes straight up and tells him, and says that he's superior to the original Brogan in every conceivable way, but Brogan is the only one that can kill him. Now, I'll give you one point for that, because that is true. It is his match, but it takes a while for Varys to actually come clean about the whole cloning process. In fact, it's Junior that figures it out. Yeah, that's right. So Brogan organizes a fake hit in Guatemala to to draw Junior out. There'll be a bad CGI motorcycle chase. My God, yep. was there ever. That leads to a chase in the catacombs. Because there has to be a motorcycle chase in every movie. That's just the rule. I gave you two sets of two points. Two sets of one point, sorry, because that's in the trailer for those. And what's interesting here is you seem to think that they share the same brain or they yeah. can read each other's I sort of minds. talked myself out of it in that original episode. But Which initially I, like, I thought that they had the same thoughts at the same time. But I was like, no, wait, that doesn't make any I sense. I didn't want to say it in the original episode because I was kind of wanting you to be wrong to get more points. But I was like, aren't they just trained? the same way yeah Kieran? that's right that's right they've had the <laughs> they same training they don't they read don't each other's minds brain. i guess we came off not too long ago us where that was kind of yes that's implied, right so that's maybe right. that's why and also avengers as well which did the exact yes. same thing yeah we talked about that in the original episode mm. too with nebula so brogan confronts junior and discovers that he is a clone again which is one point because that does happen and that does happen in the catacombs and he decides to set junior free to send a message to Varys to leave him alone and that doesn't quite happen no. junior himself escapes he kind of like wades away in the yeah water. he's just like i'm not you i'm, <laughs> I'm not, not you. you i kind of like that because he was kind of like an adolescent guy like rejecting his his, his pappy his parents but he does go back to Varys You're not and, reports my real dad. and reports to him. So you're kind of on the right track there. Now, Junior gets chewed out by Varys, which I give you two points for. And I thought, well done for you, because I thought Varys from the trailer kind of was going to be more of a warm paternal figure. 
He was right. not. He was really cold and cruel, yeah. and he was obviously just using. There's suggestions that he used to be a warm paternal figure, but we don't see that. He from buys the movie. him ice cream at the training facility. Which, yeah. by the way, why is there an ice cream dispenser at the training? Yeah, facility? I like to imagine there was just a man with a cart selling ice cream <laughs> at <laughs> the not? Gemini training facility. Why not? They, have, they have a Ben and Jerry's. But there. we see a really badly photoshopped picture of young Junior and Clay Varis fishing, mm. and it's clearly just like another person, just with uh, Clive Owen's yeah. face pasted over the top. It looks really bad. Yeah. But that's the only hint that he was like a loving father at all to Junior throughout the whole movie. It seems like he pretended to be, a f- or he tried to force himself to be a loving father. Yeah. But it wasn't really sincere. He just wanted the loyalty that he didn't get from Brogan, from Junior. Mm-hmm. So Junior blows up Brogan's house, but he is not actually there because he- We're predicts- obsessed with houses blowing up in these movies too. <laughs> it never happens, but- So yeah, exactly right. And then they get into a fight. Brogan convinces Junior how expendable he is. Two points because that does happen. He does reach Junior through that. And he says, Varys can just make another clone and come and kill Junior. This turns out to be true because Varys sends some heavies to take them both out. Two points. That is what happens. That happens. Speaking of being correct, uh, they have to work together to take out all the all the assassins in a small town. Two points. That that yep, is that what happens. happens. Um, how did you know it was going to be in a small town? Did you just saw it guess? in the trailer? Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't see that in the just trailer. Just pieced it together from information. Fair enough. That's another thing we're obsessed with: small town fights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't didn't happen in Rambo: Last Blood, so it happened in this out, movie. Spilling out into a small town. I know, right? This this is pretty much my Rambo plot. Yeah, that's right. They must have taken that footage. That must be what happened. They kill all the assassins and they decide to go to the shadowy organization to confront Varys. Uh, Varys already knows they're coming and kills Brogan in a firefight. So I give you half a point because I believe he gets clipped at a certain point, but yeah. never actually dies. Varys tries to convince Junior to join him, but Junior kills Varys. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give you two points because one of them kills Varys. So. Yeah, well, technically they're the same person. They're the yeah. same person. Brogan not? kills Varys Why instead not? of Junior. So at this point, this is the climax of the movie. Junior takes over Brogan's job in the good guy assassination and he looks moodily out a window wondering if a clone will come looking for him, which I give you half a point for because that is kind of implied. Yeah, there is another clone out there. There is another a back- clone or there can be many clones. This technology exists. So I give you half a point for that because yep. you're on the right. Although track. at the end of the movie, they wrap everything up in a neat bow and they say, there are no <laughs> more clones. We promise there are no more clones. In reality, both members live. Yeah. Uh, Junior and Brogan both live. Brogan is just chilling out and uh, Junior gets to join university. Yeah, for some reason. That was so stupid. (laughs) You were laughing your ass off when we watched that in the movie. When he rocked up with that group of friends and he was just like, see you guys later. Hey, Pappy. (laughs) I'm going to go make all the same mistakes you did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's how you wrap up your. I would have liked it better if he actually. dressed like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. You know, yeah, it would have been great. There was a, a missed opportunity there. Maybe bring. Or back- if he picked up a twelve-year-old in a Corvette, oh, went to jail. They should have cast Carlton as Varys. I know I said that during the yes. movie when we watched it, but Carlton that would have made it Fresh way Prince, yeah. better. Yes. So, how well do you think you did based on that? Oh, not particularly well, but probably slightly better than uh, than me. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I wouldn't say that. But Look, probably slightly better than I was just expecting. I gave you 32 and a half. Oh, uh, very nice. But not brilliant, but very nice. One of your one of your half a points was two, so that's actually 34. Very forward, bumping up you, already. Yeah, I decided to. I, I originally gave you half a point for the whole romance angle, but I was like, you know what? He kind of called that, so I'll give you two. Yeah, and there's no indication of that in the trailer at all. No. We're just presuming because pretty lady in the movie. <laughs> Got to be love interest. That's right. So it was a quick, brief plot. 
Yeah. Um, One of my shorter ones. But you got some there. Yeah, there we go. Should we get straight into what you thought yeah, would happen? Yeah, I want to know what uh, I want to know how I did because I was super confident, but I uh, don't think it actually eventuated in the movie. No. Let me know how I well, did. Well, basically what you just said, just do that again and that's your plot. Episode <laughs> over, right? See everybody <laughs> see everybody later. So no, yeah, no, we had the exact same plot, more or less. We'll get into that right now. So you thought, just like me, that the movie would open with a flashback, just like you said, it's actually a cold open, and you thought that we'd see a third world Middle Eastern country. No, we don't see the movie that. Movie actually at any opens point. in Belgium. It is one which of is the like probably the furthest thing <laughs> from a, a third world Middle Eastern country that you could get. One of the only places they didn't go in this movie. You said that we'd see a young Clay Varys and a young Brogan who are working together as assassin buddies. <laughs> They're friends. I gave you half They're a pals. point. I gave you half a point. This is very generous of me because they did used to work together once upon a time. We don't see this in the movie. In the Marines, right? No, as part of Gemini. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know how old Clive Owen is supposed to be in the movie, but apparently he was still the boss when Will Smith was like a young man. Doesn't make any sense to me. Surely they're not that different in age. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Will Smith, or sorry, Brogan uh, entered later in his life. Well, if he was field. 51 and he was in his 20s when he was cloned, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, Clive Owen, maybe Varys just climbed up the ranks really quickly and he was yeah. just like, I'm starting my own business now. He was like, We're going to kill people freelance. It's going to be great. Maybe he was kind of like a kiss ass. Yeah, that maybe. That makes sense. Maybe. So I gave you half a point for all that, saying they that they were assassin buddies. They never explained how he cloned Brogan, by the way. No. Never went into it. that at all. He just did it. Like, did he get some of I Brogan's wish we saw the cloning and, facility. And how? How did he Well, surely the- there it's a bloody job, so. He's just like, what, what are you doing over there, Clive? I was like, nothing. Just dabbing oh, Clay, away. Sorry, Clay. I keep yeah. confusing the names. Well, that's the actor. What are you doing there, Varys? And he's like dabbing like with a tissue. I wish we saw the cloning facility. Hey, you done with that glass of water there, Brogan? That's can where I, the final uh, fight should have been. Can I take it from yeah. you? Yeah. Can I have your backwash? So yeah, they weren't can buddies. I have your bath water. They weren't but <laughs> they weren't bath buddies. They weren't buddies. But they did work no. together, so that's worth half a point. Thank so, you. So moving on. You said that Brogan wants the job that they're on to be his last since he wants to spend more time with his Family? Oh my god, the one time Will family? Smith doesn't have a family that's dead. The one time! So he doesn't have a family in the actual movie, but I gave you half a point because the movie does open with him saying, this is my last job, this is me done, I'm wrapping up. Okay. I'm calling it quits, time to drink a Coke instead of a Heineken. So I got the... <laughs> yeah, no, right. And piss off. So I got that trope right. Yeah, that's right. Just thought there was another trope added on there. Because you didn't really explain how this would happen or why this would happen, but you said that Brogan would be the standard man who loses his family in a tragic way. Mm. Which he didn't cover that at all. You said that's going to happen, but you didn't cover it. In fact, that's like they say that in the movie so often that he doesn't have a family. Yeah, that's right. There's no connections. That's a huge theme of the movie. So done. So I can't give you any points for that. You said that Clay and Brogan, this is still in the flashback, mind you, Clay and Brogan hunt down their target after taking out a series of baddies. This doesn't happen at all. Nothing similar happens at all in the movie. And their main target is supposedly a revolutionary terrorist. (laughs) Well, we don't know. I gave you half a point because the man in Belgium that they take out is, well, Brogan is told told that he is an eco-terrorist. Yes, but but in actuality, he's like a marine uh, environmentalist. No, he's an eco-scientist. Oh, okay. So he's doing something to help the environment. <laughs> they just scribbled out scientists and put terrorists yeah, and gave right. it to Brogan. He's like, all right. I believe that. Takes his sniper rifle and goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in your movie, in your prediction, we find out that this target is actually an innocent man. So I gave you two points for that because the target in the actual movie, the man in Belgium who he takes out on the train, is an innocent man. Not an eco-terrorist at all. Yeah. <laughs> I... 
thank you, you for those. Th- thank you for those points there. Because well, I originally as close thought as you got to the actual movie. I so. originally thought he was not going to be an innocent man, but I think it came out me saying he was. So I'll take it. Well, you said that he wasn't a terrorist; he was a scapegoat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that's more or less what happened in the actual movie. Mm. Don't try and take away points from yourself. Yeah, I'm going to need them. You said that Brogan refuses to kill the target. By the way, the name Brogan really lends itself to the Australian accent, doesn't it? Brogan. You said that Brogan refuses to kill the target, but Clay kills him anyway. Nothing like that happens in the movie. Nope. You said that Brogan tries to quit and Clay unsuccessfully tries to stop him. I gave you two points because Brogan does quit and Clay does try to kill him after he's quit. Unsuccessfully, mind you. So that's basically the plot of the movie. The whole I mean, that's reason, very generous. The whole reason that Clay is hunting down Brogan is because he's like, oh, I need to tie up these loose ends. He knows too much. But he doesn't know anything. Well, he knows that this guy he killed at the start of the movie wasn't an eco-terrorist. Uh. And apparently that's a big deal. Maybe... For the last 10, 15, 25 years, Clay Varys is just sitting back going like, I just need an excuse to put these two guys together. And then as soon as like he thinks like, oh, he knows too much, we've got to kill him. He's just like, yep, we're going to blame his death on Russian terrorists. And then He's obsessed he with these Russian yeah, terrorists. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's dying. He's desperate to pit his clone against Brogan. So... I don't know if... He was if, just looking for any excuse. If Brogan found out that the, the person he killed was an innocent man... Like, no skin off his nose. What, yeah, what's the risk? Nothing. For, for him. Nothing. So why kill him? I don't know. Like I no said, Clay was just desperate to send his claim. I was like, I don't want this all to be a waste of time. <laughs> Let's just yep. Let's just go. Kill him. Well, I guess if it. he's out of the field, because everybody in the die, DIA, so. everyone in the DIA is like, "Why do you want to kill him? There's no reason for you to kill him." It's like, "No, no, we've got to do it. Mm. It has to be done." It's anyway. so stupid. You said that we cut to present day. Look at Maddie D making character development there. Yeah, that wasn't in the actual. That wasn't movie. in the movie. So the movie is always taking place in modern day. So we're never we never cut to modern day. When the movie starts, we technically cut to modern day. You said that we see Brogan doing regular day to day activities with stylized <laughs> music. So he's like oh, walking man. around to that invisible '90s music that should have been in the movie. Well, I gave you half a point because we see him fishing. Yeah, he does go fishing, but there's no stylized music. But he's not going there for recreation, right? No, I said fishing in quotation marks because he's actually just going out to get information for some reason. Who knows why? He just likes hanging out with his assassin buddies even though he's quit. Doesn't make any sense. And drinking Coke. Make sure he drinks Coke. And they hold it right up to the camera and it's just like, drink Coke. Yeah. You said that this is taking place in a country similar to Venice and Brogan lives there. No, this is actually in Georgia in the US. Oh, well. Because you thought he'd be on the run. He's on the run from these assassins, but he isn't. Yeah. Happily retired. Well, at this stage, at least. Yeah, exactly. You said that we get some gorgeous shots of the scenery. I gave you a point for that because most of the movie is gorgeous shots of the scenery. That was the best part about the movie. Yeah, that was the only thing that was enjoyable on the screen at any point in the the movie. Yeah, the location and being on location was so beautiful. Yeah. Well, you've got to give the movie that, if anything. (laughs) You said that while Brogan is out doing his day-to-day activities, picking up milk, doing grocery shopping. Yeah flirting with ladies, whatever he's doing. He is attacked by a sniper while going about his business. I gave you a point and a half for that because he is attacked by assassins while minding his own business in his house and Junior attacks him while he's on the run. So if you stitch those yeah. together, it's more or less Does what happened. Does Junior try to snipe him? Never. Well, he has like a gun with a scope on it, so that's pretty close to a You're sniper right. rifle. As close as we get. Mm. So You said that Brogan is out of practice but never forgets his assassin skills. <laughs> I gave you a point for that because even though he isn't practicing as an assassin, he still hasn't missed a day. You know, he hasn't lost any of his previous skills. Yep. So that's Still runs point. around like a 25 And we saw in the man. trailer that he's running around doing all sorts of crazy CGI stunts, so it's got to be worth something. What are you talking about? Will Smith does his own stunts, Kieran. Yeah, that's right. That way that he leapt off the ground from a prone position, like yeah. two metres in the air. He did that for he real. He did that for real. I'm sure he did. 
It wasn't in the script, actually. Yeah, he improvised, he improvised it, Joker style. Anyway, he said that he's pursued by his attacker, who is wearing, quote, goggles and a hat. He's wearing glasses. I gave you a point and a half because he's wearing a hat and sunglasses. Yeah, close enough. He said that we don't see his face during oh, this chase. Oh. We actually see it so many times that it's not funny. And this leads to a bike chase through the city. Point there. This leads to a gunfight where they take pot shots at each other. I gave you a point for that because that happens, but it's yeah, the other way happen. around. It's the other way around. They start off taking pot shots and this leads to a bike chase. Yeah. And you said that the two assassins don't get close to each other during this fight and don't see each other's face. Well, they don't get close to each they other. They do get close to each other. When? They're very close to each other. When they're having that weird motorcycle tete Oh, you're right. Where they're bouncing around and he, the hat you're falls right. off and he jumps in the air two meters in the air from a prone position on the ground for some reason. <laughs> they're definitely close. You're obsessed with that bit. Because it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Can't you do that? Well, of course I can. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm not Will Smith. You said that Brogan clips Junior and manages to get away. I gave you a point and a half of this because while that doesn't happen during the motorcycle Columbia fight in the catacombs, Junior is clipped by Danny, and which causes Brogan to escape a near-death situation. So it happens in the movie, doesn't happen in this point. So point cool. and a half there. You said that Brogan is worried by this attack and hooks up with two old business contacts. He does, technically. Well, I guess he does, yeah. And there's a lot of this in this movie, which I didn't even think was going to be the case. He just keeps finding all these old contacts. Because he was, he was done with Danny. So Danny's job in the actual movie was to just keep an eye on Brogan and make sure that he's not doing anything sort of suspicious. And then once she's found out, once he finds out who she actually is, she's like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to go get another posting. And then she's going to leave. And then when he's attacked, he's like, oh, well, she's involved now too. So technically, he's teaming up with an old contact. And then when he goes and finds Baron, he's definitely an old contact. So it's worth a point. You said that Brogan isn't friends with these two contacts and they've both also gone rogue, just like Brogan himself. Give me a point for that because I they, gave you half a point because they do go rogue Danny eventually. goes rogue, technically speaking, but they're not already rogue and they're friends with him. So mm. the only reason they team up is because they're friends. Well, I guess what I was saying was they weren't they weren't familiar with him before. Yeah. Which yeah, is incorrect because what's his name? Parrot Man. Baron. Baron. And he, it's not a parrot, it's a toucan. Whatever. Birdman. <laughs> yeah. He's, Michael Keaton. He uh he's a he's a friend. Like he's Yeah, he friend, is. So I'm wrong there. And by the time that Danny and Brogan team up, they're technically friends. They spend mm. enough time together. They eat caviar and crackers on the beach. So that's enough of a friendship. I forgot about that scene. So many so much of this movie I've forgotten. Interestingly already. enough, you thought that Danny would be a cyber hacker. Yeah, she's not, is she? She's not at all. She probably has no skills on a computer whatsoever, so. Well, she can piece together surveillance footage. Yeah, well. Okay. I didn't give you any points. You said that Brogan asked Danny to work out who Junior is. I gave you a point and a half of that because he doesn't ask her to find out who he is, but Danny finds out who Junior is off her own back. She's just like, I thought he was your son, but he's not, he's your clone. We cut to Junior, who is being patched up by Clay. I gave you a point for that. We saw it in the trailer, and it does happen. And Junior is confused as to why Brogan could get the better of him. That happens. I give you a point. And you said that Clay would tell Junior that Brogan was the best assassin they ever had, but he <laughs> betrayed the organization. I gave you two points for that, yeah. because that's exactly what happens. The reason that Clay told Junior that he has to kill Brogan is because, oh, he's, he's betrayed our organization. You have to take him out. He's a danger to everybody. You thought that Clay would tell Junior that he'll learn through his experiences, Junior that is, and that he's special. I gave you two points because that exact conversation does yeah, happen. It's like, does you'll get better. Special. You're very serious. You're my special boy. <laughs> and you thought that Clay would be a father figure to Junior. I gave you two points for that because technically is we talked about the bad Photoshop fishing photo yeah, and the presumed off-screen bonding that they've had. I think between us we're right. He's very cold and he doesn't care about Junior, but he 
sort of takes on that role. Yeah, that's right. But it's not Like sincere. we already discussed, it's supposed to so, be like, so that loyalty is there. But you, you're supposed to hate him still, so he's not supposed to be a warm figure. Yeah. What we said in the actual movie, what we wanted to happen in the actual movie is there's a scene when we see Clay Varys basically for one of the first times, he's lying in bed and Junior comes home and he wakes up and Clay Varys jumps out of bed to go and attend to him. What we wanted to happen was Clay Varys is in bed and then Junior comes into the room and like slides into the bed behind <laughs> him, gives him a little kiss on the cheek and goes, hey, honey, I'm home. <laughs> like, Can you imagine that? That would be a much better movie. <laughs> Such a better movie. Oh, dear. <laughs> Basically made it would be like a, different movie. a clone as a sex slave because he always loved Will Smith. Oh, my God. It'd be, I think it would be interesting. But yeah, they're not going to do that in a mainstream movie. Back to your plot. And then he makes a younger Will Smith. Mm, okay, let's not go there. Problematic. Back to your plot. You said that Danny uses her hacker knowledge to uncover that Junior is a clone of Brogan. Gave you half a point for that because she uses her knowledge of DNA contacts in... Uh, where were they at this point? Who knows? It was Budapest, wasn't it? It was Hungary. But yeah, apparently she knows a DNA expert and in, in exactly Hungary. they're exactly the same. Yeah, and finds out that they're, they're not similar. They're the same. The DNA is the same. So half a point there. You said that they'll find out that the assassin organization has been secretly working on cloning people and have kept it under wraps for years. That's technically true. That's two points. But they only have cloned one person. That's right. Or so we think. Maybe there's more. But yeah. it doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah, they must have spent all their budget just on cloning. The best assassin the in best the world. The best assassin in the world. You thought that Brogan's clone was the first successful clone they had. That's absolutely true. I gave you two points for that. And you said that they work out where Junior is and decide to go after him for a change. Gave you two points because that does happen. Nice. They ring up the handler. They ring up Will Smith's old handler from the Assassin Corporation. <laughs> and she, they basically like threaten her and say like, there's two men at 10 and 2 who have got guns on you. And this bike messenger is going to read you like all your personal information. If you don't tell me where Junior is, you're dead. And turns out they were just lying to her anyway. So, But uh, yeah, they, they find out through her where Junior is and go on the hunt. You said that Danny has a flirtation with Brogan. But oh, Brogan, I said that too. Yeah, but Brogan doesn't reciprocate it. Uh, I gave you half a point because Danny does have a flirtation with Brogan, but it's Brogan who starts it off. He kicks it off because at the start of the movie, he comes into her like boating hut and basically says like, who are you? Are you working for the government? Are you working for the DIA? Let's go to dinner. He's doing it as a job. I want to see your house. I want to see your books. Yeah. He's doing it as a job though. Yeah, technically. Um, I guess we don't know. I guess that's up to the your interpretation of the movie. Yeah. But then after, after he sort of decides that she's not a DIA agent. Let's go like, to dinner. It's like, let's go to dinner. And basically doesn't give her a choice. Yeah. She accepts him. And, yeah. Well, I guess it's established that he's not had any relationships, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah he must have super blue balls. So he's just like, he's <laughs> like, oh, now that I'm not in the Assassin Corporation anymore, I'm going to sow my royal oats. <laughs> So you said at this point, Brogan tracks down Junior to a European country. I gave you two points for that because it's Budapest in Hungary. Probably as European as you can get. Well done. Cool. And Thanks. you said that Brogan and Junior fight in a catacomb. That was in the trailer, so you get a point for that. You said that Brogan beats down Junior and they see each other for the first time. I gave you half a point because I guess I guess it's the well, first they time they get a look the at each other. This is the first time, uh, but no. it's treated like it is in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Which is unusual. It's like a long lingering shot on both of their faces staring at each other, which is kind of weird because they already know that they're clones of each other. They've already seen each other. They're already fully aware of the situation. I guess if you saw a clone of yourself and had the time They were probably both thinking like, damn, he's good looking. <laughs> That would be my guess. What a high register you just went into <laughs> for someone with a sore throat better. for this movie, maybe. <laughs> you said that this is a trap set up by Junior and Brogan is captured by Clay. It's the other way around. It's actually a trap set up by Brogan, so I couldn't give you any points for Damn. that. You said that Junior confronts Clay about why there are two of him and Clay reveals that Junior is a clone. I gave you a point for that because that does happen at this point, but we knew yeah. this already. 
You said that Clay wants Junior to track down our heroes and find out what they know. That's not entirely true. He just wants Brogan dead. Doesn't really care about the other two guys. Yeah, yeah. And this this all happens a lot earlier in the movie than I called it. Yeah, that's right. And you really wanted to rub salt in the wound here because you said that Junior will not know Brogan's movements instinctively. Like I kind of floated for a little bit in my plot. So I gave you two points for that because, yes, you are very right. And it just makes me look even worse in in retrospect. And that's always a good thing, I suppose. You said that Junior wants to appeal to Brogan's emotional side. That's completely around the wrong way. It is, right. Brogan wants to appeal to Junior's emotional side. Mm. If you remember in your plot... Don't even get half a point for that? No, you don't. Because it's completely wrong. So if you remember in your plot at this point, they have... Brogan captured in the facility. Yes. And like I just said, Clay wants Junior to go out and find the other two. But Junior says, let me speak to Brogan. I can appeal to his inner side. I can find out what you want to know about these two guys who you want to hunt down. Which never happens. No, this doesn't happen at all in the movie. But you said that Junior would interrogate Brogan here. That doesn't happen. And Junior has a change of heart and helps Brogan escape from the Gemini organization. I gave you two points for this because there is a scene late in the movie. When they're in the car. When they're back in Georgia. And then Junior does have a change of heart. He shoots Brogan with bee venom. Which oh, is that's a, right. It's a, it's a very elaborate way of confirming that he is actually a clone, even though he's been told about a hundred times at this point that he's a clone of him. <laughs> and then after yeah. shooting him with bee venom, he's like, all right, I'm going to team really up with you guys. They did anything with that whole bee thing. Or the whole water thing after that. No. No, there is a scene where he tries to drown him, where Junior tries to drown Brogan because he knows about his fear of water for some reason. Yeah. Without having that sort of intuition. Does Junior have that fear? They never explain if he does or not. Right. Although he talks about his dreams. Like, Brogan says to Junior at one point, he's like, you always have, like, you can't sleep at night. You've always got insomnia. And when you do have dreams, it's ghosts. Ghosts with guns. But that's all based on Brogan's life, which yeah, Junior has right. not lived, so that yeah, makes no sense. But Junior sort of like quietly thinks about it because and then he realizes he actually he says, says How do you know? He says to Clay later on, he's just like, Yes, I, I do have those same dreams. Why is this what? guy exactly the same as me? It's stupid. Doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. It would be more appropriate if Junior was like, No, my dad takes me to Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, I had a great childhood. I sleep very well. Have dreams of naked ladies all night. I've been in 10 <laughs> relationships. What have you got to say, Brogan? Back to your plot. We're getting really off track here. You said that Junior and Brogan meet back up with Danny and Baron. I gave you a point and a half for that because they do all team up, but they're already together at this point. And Junior develops a romance with Danny. Ooh, no, that doesn't happen. He looks at her in her underwear, but that's probably <laughs> as close as that actually happens to... Yeah, you, in a very awkward in the scene, movie. which uh, I guess was played for character development. I suppose so. You said that Brogan plans to retire to a tropical island. Okay. <laughs> uh, Every character wants to retire to a tropical I island. I want to retire to a tropical island. I want to retire to a tropical island. Obviously, this isn't actually true. In Where the there's movie. a bar. There's always a bar in the tropical there's island. There's got to be. There's got to be. You said that they have a shootout with the bad guys and Baron dies. Well done. I gave you a point for the shootout and two points for the death of Baron. It had as much impact in your plot as it did in the actual movie because no one really gave a shit that Baron died. Nope. There's a bit where Will Smith just goes, no, Baron, and then never mentions him again. (laughs) You said that in the final showdown, Clay shoots and kills Brogan. It's the complete opposite of what actually happens in the movie. Brogan actually shoots and kills Clay, and you thought that Junior would then kill Clay. I gave you two points for that, by the way. Just saying. Well, that's you. (laughs) You Take two points away from me. You said that Junior then kills Clay in the rain. That doesn't doesn't, happen at all. It's not raining. Not even raining. You said that Danny and Junior leave together on a boat. I gave you half a point because Danny and Brogan escape together on a boat earlier in the movie and they go in and eat their crackers and caviar on the beach. 
And technically, because Junior and Brogan are the same person, that's enough to give you half a point. Mm-hmm. Not enough to award you for Junior killing uh, Clay, but, you know, you've got enough points already. Weirdly close in a lot of ways, I'm finding. Yeah, weirdly close. In, in, in a very distant way. In a way. very distant, generous way. You said that the assassin organization will now think that they're dead. The assassin organization doesn't no. even give a shit. I mean, they're working for the assassin organization. No, they're not, yes, are they? They're not. They're, oh, not. No, no, they're, they're retired. Not. They've officially left. And you said that Brogan, this is just random throw them out there predictions that you had at the end of your plot. You said that Brogan will fail in picking up a lady, but Junior will be able to do so with ease. That does doesn't not happen, happen at all. At all. And you said that people. The opposite, even. Yes. You said that people mistake Brogan and Junior as father and son. I gave you half a point because at one point in the movie, Danny does think that Junior is Brogan's son. That's generous. And also there's a gag at the end of the movie where he's saying, oh, you you would want to look my age when, you know, you'd want to look like me when you're my age. That's right. But it would have been nice to have... Like scenes of levity in jo- the movie, jokes like that in the movie. I don't know. I thought, yeah, I thought it definitely needed something. It was, more. it was there. You could have easily There's done it. There's plenty of opportunities. Mm. By the way, my um, favorite line in the movie is when Junior said that he was raised in Philadelphia, born and raised. That was a great joke. Did you pick up on that in the movie? I don't think so. No. I think we joked about it when we were watching it. But right. yeah, anyway, my final thing that I wanted to point out: your best prediction in the whole movie. Oh, really? I'm very happy to give you points for you thought that the movie wouldn't be successful, <laughs> and I gave you two points for that because it didn't even break even. Uh, Oh, no. And so if you oh, no. count up all those points... How'd I do? How'd I do? You get a total of 48 and a half points. That's very generous, Kieran. That's very... Tons and tons very of Very generous. And I think there's a lot of halves that built up, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. It was a collection of a lot of halves. I'll so take it. turns it. out that two halves do make a whole, a whole lot of points. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't know if I deserve 48, but I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Let's finally let everybody off the hook. Matty D, what were your thoughts of Gemini Man? Oh, it was a great movie. Uh, yeah, probably best movie, movie of, of 2019 or 2020, whenever I'm it came I'm shocked out. that it didn't get best special effects at <laughs> the Academy too. Awards. Me too. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. It was not good. I'm trying to think of something positive to say about it. We already said what was positive oh, about it. The, the scenery set- was nice. The cinematography the whole, was nice. The whole movie builds on this gimmick of it, there's a there's a young version of Will Smith. It is a gimmick movie. We've discussed this before, and gimmick movies never work. And it took them. They never work. It took them half the movie to reveal it. So you're yeah, just waiting. At least forty minutes. Yeah. You're just waiting for it, and it looks terrible when you get there. Yeah. And he's crying. Like. They keep making this character. They keep making Junior cry, and I think for them, they must be thinking, "Oh, this looks visually amazing." It looked worse. Yeah. It looked really bad. It took me out of the movie. Just cast Jaden Smith as Young Will Smith. I don't know why. Anyway, I did not enjoy it. I mean, I enjoyed it watching it with you because we had a few drinks at this point. Yeah, that's right. And there's a lot of points in the movie that I can't remember because there was just stuff that was just like. He's doing what? What is he doing here? There's what? so many long what? scenes what of Will Smith here? just talking to people. He paid for his holiday. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what right. happened. We paid. You paid more than me. So Will Smith has got There's to thank, a scene he's in got the to movie. thank you more. We paid for Will Smith's holiday. There's a scene in the movie where they're all literally sitting around in dressing gowns in like a sauna. Yeah. In, a, in an exotic locale, enjoying a nice day. And they're just talking about like, oh, when they invented Dolly the Sheep, it turns out you were born like five years before her. And I was like, what is the point of this scene? <laughs> Takes them 15 minutes just to have well, that they just conversation. Put, they just carried the camera and the you know the mics into his like hotel. So I think the biggest sin of this movie, by this the way, was, I also thought it was this terrible. This was an action version of Grown Ups. Yeah, I haven't seen Grown Ups, <laughs> so I'm just going to presume you're correct. But yeah, the biggest sin of this movie is that it's boring. And when there is action scenes, they're terrible. They look really bad. And so the special effects don't live up to the promise. The movie itself is boring. It isn't fun to watch at all. It isn't enjoyable at all. There's nothing cool about it. There's nothing original about it. There's nothing fresh prints about it. There's nothing fresh about it. I mean, 
We just spent the whole time making Fresh Prince jokes. Yeah, of course. I think you have to. You have to. Yeah, it was just unwatchable, terrible, boring. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it to anybody. Would you agree, Matty D? Uh, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't be recommending this movie. I hope this movie is on one of your worsts of 2019 lists. I don't know. I still think Men in Black is, oh, is okay, a worst yeah, fair movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but Another movie that Will Smith has a connection to in a loose way, if you think about it. I don't know. It. How, how would you have made this movie better? Have more fun with it. Yeah, I Make agree. it more like that 90s version that we talked about earlier. Throw in more gags. Throw in more like jokes like for, you wanted in the movie. For a clone movie that yeah. is, it, it, the, the plot is as old as it comes. That you could so make it more serious. ridiculous. You could have made so it more ridiculous. It. You could have had the final fight be an army of Will Smiths. That'd be hilarious. Like it's Agent Smith from The Matrix versus <laughs> Neo. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? Like, just go all out. Have him fight like a baby Will Smith. Yeah. Strangle it with the umbilical cord or something ridiculous like that. I'm sorry, just Will. have fun with it. I love you. But this was terrible. I know you're listening, Will Smith, as yeah. well. It was terrible. Do better. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I like. Gonna, we're going to be talking about spies in disguise in a few weeks. How is it that you can turn into a pigeon and this one is your worst? Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen actually go. Spies in Disguise, so um, oh, wow. uh, we'll, we'll, that remains I don't want to say seen. what I think about but it. But at least it had something going for it. He turns yeah. into a pigeon. Yeah, they're having fun with it. That's just what Gemini Man needs. But look, maybe we're in the minority. Well, clearly we're not in the minority. But I no. want to know if someone enjoyed this movie and what they enjoyed about it. I want to hear from the person who went in cold, knew nothing about Ooh, it. Yeah. They just came up on their Netflix queue or whatever their streaming service uh. they're using. Or they went to the cinema and was like, oh, what are we going to watch? Oh, let's watch that Will Smith movie. And they had no idea about the twists and turns. Does that make it? Would yeah. that make it a better movie? It might. It might. Because it might have been a surprise. You might actually... Did we lose? Did we lose an experience having all the twists and turns mm. ruined by the trailer? Yeah, because I guess we can sometimes be like uh, Waldorf and Stanler. Is that those Muppets' Statler. names? Statler. You know, maybe we're just grouchy guys. But if you like the movie, let us know why. Let us yeah. know if you were surprised. And if you didn't like the movie, please let us know why. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear that too. More fun to read. All right, but you, it's done. That's right. I'm really happy to bury this movie. You don't have to think about Gemini Man ever again, unless they I make a sequel. To you, I will never think about it again. Yeah, I think you've already forgotten it. What's Gemini Man? Exactly. So, before we wrap up for this week, let's talk about what we're going to be predicting next week. We're doing another movie prediction. Mm. This one's sure to be a blockbuster of some regard, I suppose. <laughs> you sound so unsure. Look, right? Okay. Yep. Be, be I, honest with me. I'm yeah. not looking forward to predicting okay. this movie at all. I think it looks atrocious. I don't think it's going to be good. It's being directed by the guy who did the Resident Evil movies. It's starring Mia Jovovich. I think we all know where this is going. So next week, we're going to be predicting what's going to happen in the plot of Monster Hunter, the big video game adaptation movie. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with the Monster Hunter video game at all? I have no knowledge of anything to do with this franchise or game or whatever it is. So I'm going in completely blind. And that movie looks atrocious. (laughs) In all honesty, folks, Um, it looks atrocious. Are you excited to see Monster Hunter? Yeah. Are you a fan of whatever it is? Have you played every single Monster Hunter video game and you're keen to see it adapted well in a movie? You're not going to get it? What is a fan... What what does a fan want to see in this movie? Yeah, exactly. What needs to be in this movie to make it a good... We we all know that video game movies have a patched, tricky history. It's past, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, if you want to let us know what you think is going to happen in the movie or if you want to let us know about what you thought of Gemini Man, (laughs) what experience you had with that terrible movie, you can let us know at several places. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can fire off a comment on our Podbean site. You can locate us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you like. We're everywhere. We're everywhere and anywhere. We're so... We are so available that we're almost annoying. 
But we're just <laughs> yeah, so right. lovable and charming that we're not. You can't look in any direction without seeing us. So, so until we return for Monster Hunter next week, have a great week. Mm. Hey, Kieran. Yes? Why is there a younger version of me right there? <laughs> Ooh, is that really how we're ending it? All right. Okay. Bye. Kid, I know you inside out and backwards. You're allergic to bees. You hate cilantro. You always sneeze four times. Everybody hates cilantro. You're meticulous, thorough, disciplined, relentless. You love puzzles. You're a chess player. Good, too, I bet. But you suffer from insomnia. Your mind never lets you sleep. And even when it does, it attacks you with nightmares. I'm talking about those three o'clock in the morning, somebody please save me kind of nightmares. In West Uncle Phil, Philadelphia, one day I started shooting some people in my neighborhood. I was killing a couple of guys outside of the school And my mom got scared And I said, you're moving with your uncle and auntie in Bel-Air She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket I said, I might as well stick it up my ass, yo, this is bad ass I whistled for a cab and when it came near the cab Where was the cab? If anything, I can say that this cab went man be alright I put my Walkman on and said, I might as well kick it Into the tour, but I thought, man, forget it I yelled to the cab, yo, home, smell your ass Looked at my kingdom, I was finally the